Welcome to Let's Talk, Ed and Zahi. We have been talking about the upward mobility that we like to say comes with that college degree. And as we've talked, it's something that doesn't always happen. And what we're going to talk about today is how we fix that. And that is a really big overarching question. So Zahi, with that in mind, go. All right. Yet again, you dangle me down that well and you cut the the line. So uh, let me let me state uh, that that we are part of the solution, right? We study after study has shown that we are changing the trajectories, economic amongst others uh, elements of families across this nation. That is very true, but we still have a large element that is not being helped and is straddled with that because they came to our institution or are not working in the field or haven't acquired the skills that they need. And that's what we're specifically trying to address here. Uh, so I think a couple of uh, things jump to mind is how agile and versatile we are is reflected in how quickly we can transition and provide our our students with the opportunity for growth. That means that focusing on those really in-depth program reviews is critical. And it's not just uh, about the bean counting, but about the outcome. Yes, Again, your typical Zahi statement with regard to the learning outcomes. Why is that important and why does that uh, play into our agility and versatility is because it should be fed from the needs of employers. So stocking the advisory boards and committees with your friends who see the world your way and who are just going to give you a pat on the back is really not an effective way of knowing what employers at large need from the workforce. And part of meeting with people is not just checking a box for the uh, Carl V. Perkins uh, funding that we're uh, lucky to receive year after year from the you know U.S. Uh, federal government. Uh, it, it, it should be something we do routinely because, I mean, if you have a cancer, do you just want to meet the, the doctor once a year or do you want to go very often, right? And we have a cancer. So why do we just want to do it once a year? And that's beyond me. And why do we want a pat on the back? That is part of the solution, in my opinion, is our ability to shift quickly to represent what you always talk about, which is that massive aircraft carrier trying to turn on a dime uh, type. Yeah, higher education moves very, very slowly when it comes to to change. Um, You know, I, I think one of the other things, and you alluded to it, is how can we address our cost of attendance? Um, because, you know, again, we talk about people that are saddled with college debt once they leave. And, and certainly we're both 
you know, community college people through and through. And we have often talked about the value of a community college education, whether you are going straight into the workforce or whether you're planning to transfer. And it, it especially shows, you know, for those transfer students, because they're able to take their their generals, so to speak, uh, at the community college level, often for a, a significantly smaller amount of money than they would if they went to a four-year school right out right. of high school. Uh, now, you know, with that said, I think there's still an opportunity, especially at that four-year level, I think, to to look at that cost of attendance. We We have seen tuitions go up and up and up. We see it every year. And there comes a point where when do you tip that scale uh, right. that yeah. now college isn't worth it for me anymore? And you have some professions, uh, you know, again, if you go into, um, you know, teaching or if you go into, you know, a lot of social service type positions and, and things like that, they tend to not pay very well when you start. And if you are saddled with a high amount of college debt, that can be really detrimental. Now, one of the other things, too, that, you know, I, I want to talk about because I went to a liberal arts school. I believe in liberal arts degrees. I, I think, you know, one of the things that, that we really need to think about is versatility in our degrees. Um and that's something it, it didn't hit me until after I got out of college and started my career, how important it was to have that well-rounded background. And the reality that we know is not every student is going to work in the field of their degree. So if we have pigeonholed someone too much with a particular uh, you know, a course of study and they don't have a well-rounded background, that may be harder for them to, you know, navigate through different careers because the reality too is, you know, as a society, we aren't necessarily, you get out of college and you have a career with one company until you retire. You're seeing, uh, you know, many, many people that are bouncing around in organizations now. So having a good amount of versatility in what you do, I think, is also going to help you, uh, you know, move and navigate through your career. Yes, absolutely. I, I want to uh, hit on two points um, with regard to our versatility uh, or preparing the students to be versatile, but us being versatile and agile as well. Uh, you know, how many of us colleges are, uh, serve the way, surf the wave of the buzzwords? You know, mechatronics is now the word. Well, we've always had those electromechanical classes, hydraulics, pneumatics, a little bit of uh, electrical, a little bit of mechanics. And now we're putting them together into this new salad and voila, the employment is going to, uh, reality is going to change. No, it doesn't change because we need to be responsive to the demand and we need to be ahead of the demand. The title doesn't change things. The other one is, you know, you hear time and again about students who are working as baristas. Uh, you know, oh, this is a diss on four-year institutions. And I get it. 
I get an element of it is could be uh, could be a this, but the other element is if those employers are the only ones who are offering decent salaries and uh, uh, health uh, insurance and they're offering uh, tuition reimbursement and so on, upward mobility as well within the, the those organizations, then why not? Why is it a bad thing? So we also need to be um, cognizant and reflective on how we're preparing our students. And this was this idea that came to me came from what you said with regard to how you uh, received your education, how it helped you uh, having come out of a liberal arts institution. Yeah. And, you know, I wouldn't be where I'm at now with without that flexibility. I mean, I work in marketing and uh, I did not go to college for marketing. I, I went to college for communication, but I was able to leverage everything else that I did into an opportunity to pivot my career into one that uh, I not only enjoy, but, you know, to sound a little arrogant, I feel like I excel at. So, you know, without having a good, well-rounded background, I think I would have struggled, first of all, in my broadcasting career. And and second of all, I think it would have been harder for me to pivot careers if I only would have been trained on how to be a broadcaster. So, you know, all of that is important. So we've addressed a couple of ways that we can... Uh, make some fixes to make sure our graduates have more upward mobility when they uh, finish up and earn that degree with us. If you enjoy topics like this, be sure and subscribe to us here on YouTube. Ring that bell down below. Like this video. You can comment. All of those things help us out more with the algorithm. And uh, you can find Let's Talk Ed on all of your favorite podcasting platforms as well. So for Dr. Zahi Atala, I'm Chris Ford. We'll see you next time right here on Let's Talk Ed.